To bitch call your sponsor. This is Sam. I'm Misty. Hello, Misty. Hello, Sam. Oh, shall we do our primary purpose? Let's. Our primary, primary purpose, purpose is for, is Misty, for Misty and Sam, Sam to grow, to their, grow friendship their friendship and, and maybe help others. others. So the topic that um came to me this week was um what i'm calling new awarenesses and as uh, uh an active as an active alcoholic without a program i was only aware aware of just a few things you know um a lot of it had to do with what other people were doing and what they should have been doing or could be doing and a lot of it also had to do with um the amount of uh drugs and alcohol that i had at my disposal and whether or not um who was going to get in the way of them basically you know uh liquor stores are not open 24 7 and you know my drug dealer's not always around and all of those types of things and you know as i stay sober you know different things um i become more aware more acutely aware of things you know uh as it all unfolds and um uh, so there's two things. One, in, in early, early recovery, I was just, I remember my first, I got sober in, in the fall, and I remember my first cold, you know, and I was beside myself, you know, I, um, you know, was like, mom, what is happening to me? She's like, it sounds like you have a cold, you know, <laughs> and I didn't know what that was because I had, you know, done was on so many different substances that I never was aware of what that actually felt like to just have a cold, mm -hmm. not be recovering, not railing too much lines the night before, having all these other potential things happen based on my using, you know, so that was like an early recovery. And then as I stay sober, there's like little things, you know, that I just, uh, I'm aware of it. And a new thing that came to me this week is um, God versus experts, you know, and, you know, the way I work my one, two, three is like, I'm powerless. I can't, he can, or someone else can basically let them, you know? Um, and, you know, for two, I always am like, find the experts, find the experts, right? And somewhere along the line, you know, like if I have a, a toothache, I go to a dentist, you know, I don't like bitch to all my friends about it. I just like go directly to the person that can actually help me, right? If I want to stay sober, I go to AA, I get a sponsor, you know what I mean? Those are the types of things. Um, if I have an issue with plumbing, I'm not, you know, I'm calling the building or calling a plumber, basically, to help with that. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the lines, it got a little convoluted where I was like, yeah, they're the higher power. And, um, you know, I am exploring, I have a new awareness around my relationship with money. You know, first it was boo, then it was, you know, to myself, to my child. Uh, now it's about to, you know, numbers and money and, you know, things and those things. And there was something that I read this week and it said, um, the people that we employ are not our higher power. Mm. Uh, 
like, you know, an accountant, uh, an attorney, you know, and uh-huh. it, I reread it three times because I, I had transferred this thing of find the experts to they're the now the higher power, you know, and I was like, really tickled, actually, when I read it, because I was like, yes, they're experts and they're not my higher power. Right. It's the I mean- great deep within. Um, yes, they may know a thing or two about taxes and or whatever, fill in the blank. And I can always get a second opinion, you know, and they're not my higher power. They are an expert or they're proficient in a certain thing. Um, but the end all be all is from within, you know. Um, so that's why I, I that's the topic. That's what I um, wanted to bring to the table. And does any of this resonate for you? Yes, yes, it's so good. And it's applicable to recent experience over the holiday and then just yesterday. Um, in that I have this experience that we've talked about of being rebellious, right? Mm. And also like a very, I relate a lot to the big book when it says like, you know, we need to think of others and we need to not be so self-centered. But because of that, I've been able to see these people that are more like go to the bottom of the heap people and think of others to get out of themselves. Um. Right. And I had an experience over the week over the holiday where someone was talking about how they were getting advice from their support system, which was play smaller, Uh, stop standing up for yourself. You know, like that's where your emotional immaturity is. And I was like, wait, what you described to me sounds so emotionally immature. Like, uh, I think that these people are used to playing small and their, their response to you is you have to play small. Whereas I come from this rebellious side. I'm like, no, that was an exactly appropriate response that you gave. Like you uh, stood up for yourself. And, and also I, I worked with someone yesterday and it may be a new sponsee. I'm not sure. They're just asking me to take them through the women's workbook. Um, yeah, women's way through his steps. Mm. And I was able to say, like, don't put me on a pedestal. I will fall. And, you know, to your point about don't make someone who has a lot of experience in something, your higher power, they will let you down. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, I'm almost wondering if a, if an if another awareness is like be mindful of those that you the people that you keep in in your circle. You know, it's like I I think like as I get healthier, like I am ex- I tend to expand on things. You know, um, to, yeah. towards infinite possibilities, and sometimes friendships and or things like I know I know for me it's like when I've when there's been a shift in sponsors or when I see people shifting sponsors it's like it's like there's a growth that's happening yes you know yes there's a shifting I've actually said to people that I sponsor and if you ever do need to come to me and say hey it's not working I need to move on I will be 
celebrating your growth because Um. that's what it will be that you're able to come to me and have a conversation that's difficult and say that you need something different that will be a day of celebration not a day of mourning like i did something wrong my ego has no part if i'm doing sponsorship correctly God, that's so beautiful. And I love I love that about you because that for me is the embodiment of program in the sense of it's not about you. Right. <laughs> you right. know, it's like sponsorship is not about me. Like it's it really is not. It's about passing something on and and all too often. And it says it in our 12 and 12 in step 12. It's like we could still be dominating or dependent, you know, Um, like it says about working with others in in the big book, like, you know, we can become too, you know, enmeshed. It doesn't use those words, but, you know, it's like I always say it's be interested, not invested. Mm, You know, I I always talk about, you know, meet them where they're at match the energy you know it says it in the book like if they're if they're like somber and whatever you could talk about somber things you know what i mean if they're want to like talk about all the fun times drinking you could talk about the fun times drinking you know it's just it's just about identification you know i don't need to fix change or make somebody better ultimately Right. And your sponsor is still just a human being. They're still just a person. And we all look at life through our own filter from our own experience. And that's what we apply onto others. Mm. So, you know, I noticed for me when I was in a relationship, I kept giving the advice that somebody needed to stay in their relationship and work harder and try harder. And Mm. then when I was out of a relationship, I noticed I'd be like, well, you don't need to put up with that. You need to get out and you need to take care of yourself. Mm. And like, I realized that's, I was applying my filter of my experience during that time on to other people and I caught myself and I'm and I'm cognizant of this when I sponsor or give advice and and I try and make sure that I say up front like hey this is what I'm going through so I could be projecting and please feel free to say no that doesn't fit for me that robe that you're trying to put on me and nah and nah that is incredible like that is that's the tea I mean it literally it's it's like I, yeah, that is so beautiful because it's this thing of like, I'm not the end all be all. Um, and that I, I have the thing that I've been discussing a lot lately is that the filter, right? What, what is the filter that I have that I know about and that I don't know about, Hmm. you know, on how I'm viewing things. And of course I'm viewing things using my filter because that's what I know, Right. You know, and then how to put that aside or acknowledge that it's there, right? Which is that's what what I'm hearing you're sharing is that acknowledging that it's there and it might not be right. Try it on for size, you know? And that for yeah. me is how the program has worked. It's not like you gotta do it this way and this is the only way to do it, you know? Right. And it also relates to the Swiss cheese theory, which mm. isn't something I I have but I use it all the time. I don't know if it's mystified or not. It could be science. It could be misty. Stay tuned for that episode. Um, But it's that our brains, when we see someone or meet someone new, there's they're like Swiss cheese. And what our brain does is it fills in the holes that we can't see with what we want to be there. 
So good or bad, you know, if I meet someone who is an accountant, let's say, and I don't know very much about them, my my brain will fill in. They're super smart about numbers. They must have gone to a good college. They're better than me. They can do this better than me. I will fill all that in. And then that person has to go through and disprove all of my filters I've applied to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think for me, it's like, that's the, um, because I didn't know, right? I think like if I look through the lens of the process of four, right? And I'm a lot of my column two is like, I'm resentful at who is column one. Why? It's all of that stuff is based on me. It's what I would have done. Right. They should have done. That's all. That's that's all the filter. And so it's like the for me, the program has shown me, you know, the cottage cheese stuff, like all the stuff that I am filling in. Uh, which Sam said they... cottage cheese. It's Swiss. Oh, did... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I love it. It's... Wait, okay. So I don't want to veer too far off. It's Swiss cheese, but co... it's like, so I have, there's like cottage cheese is really trending right now. <laughs> Do you know this? It's no. all, there was a Times article on it. Anyway, it's no. on my shopping list because I don't think I've terrible. ever in earnest really had cottage cheese, but back to the cheese. <laughs> It's, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I had to jump in. I'm like, no, not cottage, no. Not cottage cheese, Swiss cheese, Swiss cheese. And I just met a cheese, a cheese person. And I'm actually going to be having it. I think they specialize in Swiss cheese. So I'll be excited. Of course you did. Of course you did. We'll maybe post it. Anyway, so... The Swiss cheese of just like the filling in, you know, um, of the stuff that isn't necessary. It's just my, it's all my stuff, you know, um, oh which I, I always say about like wherever there is space, i.e. I like a boy and mm-hmm. there's a text and then there's another text and mm-hmm. then there's silence wherever there's those spaces that's where i it's it's your swiss cheese scenario it's i'm not worthy i'm unlovable they don't right. love me you know it's all of that the, the the filler is all my stuff you're filling in your own swiss cheese of what they may think of you Exactly. Based on all that stuff mm-hmm. that may or may not be true or ha- has happened. It's literally like I've been sharing with people like, you know, it's just like me having an ex-boyfriend and then dating a new boyfriend. But everything I look, I see about this new boyfriend, I'm comparing to my old boyfriend. And I can right. never actually experience the new boyfriend for what he's bringing to the table because I'm so preoccupied with trying to compare Right. Oh, my God. Real Housewives of Miami is going through this right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like this woman, Lisa, her doctor husband, Lenny, um, cheated on her and left her. And now she's with this new boyfriend. And in every single scene, she's like, well, Lenny did this and Lenny did that. And everybody's looking at her like, stop talking about Lenny in front of your new boyfriend. Like, you know, they'll literally be like, they'll put down a salad fork. She's like, well, Lenny, you know, had different. And it's like, oh, my God, you're ruining the relationship you have right now because you won't stop talking about Lenny, you know, negative or good. It's just she cannot 
let go of that filter and everybody can see it you know it's so glaring except for her and to your point like what are the things i'm missing or seeing or not seeing about myself how can i you know grow objectively within myself Mm. Yeah. Wow. And I just, (laughs) I adore you. I love, I love, love, love that you are bringing in those, the desperate house or the housewives of whatever county, city, state, um, some who are actually wives and some who are not even wives, actually. Um, But I, I love, I love, love, love that it's like, yeah, wow. And it's interesting because the thing that's that I am really seeing right now is how when I'm in it, I don't see it. <laughs> right. Like all those wives, the other wives were like, mm-hmm. dude, like get a clue. Right. Like and everyone sees it versus me being I don't it's my blind spot when I'm in that those spaces. Yeah. And you know what? That scares me. That scares me. I don't know about you, but there are times where I'm just like, what if I'm totally not aware of how I'm being perceived? Like that makes me so nervous. And, you know, then I just have to let go of my attachment to the result and get back within my body. And maybe I'm not aware. I remember telling one of my first sponsors, like I going over to her house and being like, what if what I call purple Everybody else sees us pink. Mm. I was freaking out. I was having some existential crisis with like four months sober and like <laughs> curled up on her rug on her carpet, just like, ah. Um, and I remember her saying, Yeah, what you see is purple. People probably see a different shade of purple Oof. based on their own experience. Oof. I love this. I love this so much. Because I actually think that for me, that has kind of been the process of recovery, right? Like it's, wait, what if it's not like this? And like, okay, it may or may not be. And we get to explore, you know, like, so for me, what that looks like is, oh, love isn't actually, what I thought was love is actually lust, you know, love is something different it's like i also like it's like i get to redefine the terms and then not have them have them all be subject to change um okay god so many thoughts going through my brain can i do it can i pull this off um one a friend shared with me on holiday the acronym for love which is let others ah shit Something about let others voluntarily evolve. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your Send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.